Hey, it's Matt here. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that you can still register for the Off the Rooftop 14-Day Challenge running from June 1st to 14th. Every day in a private Facebook group, there's daily training going on from top North American experts to help you conquer porn and other sexual vices. So join us and catch the remaining live trainings as well as the replays from any that you missed. Go to restoredministries.ca to register for free and make sure to share with your friends. We'll hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Everybody, welcome. Excited to be here. This is Braden Hafner, Matt Klein across from me. I'm excited to talk today with you guys about can God still use me if I watch porn? What a question. It's a loaded question. It's a question that I asked years ago when I was battling an addiction with pornography. Um, I wrestled with this a lot and it really, it was a crushing question for me because it made me feel like I was beaten, I was defeated. I felt like God wouldn't use me where I was at and not only that, I also went the other way sometimes to make myself feel better that yes, God can keep using me if I keep looking at porn. <laughs> but. There's a lot to this, isn't there, Matt? We're going to break more of this down, though, to really uh, help people have some understanding because there's some misconceptions about this question that caused a lot of different people to um, misconstrue this, to go down a path maybe of a misunderstanding where they don't really explore this for themselves and they don't receive the encouragement, but they all, at the same time, they don't receive the challenge in this question as well of maybe what the Holy Spirit's speaking and what God is speaking. And one thing I want to say to you too is this particular podcast and this question, uh, we, we understand it's geared towards people who are Christ followers. And if you're not, we just want to welcome you and we just encourage you to listen along and just kind of take in what we're talking about, even if you're not at this place. So we just welcome you regardless of where you're at. Yeah, beautiful. And I mean, let's just start by saying we're talking about God using people. And the reality is everything that bears fruit for God in this world is it's God at work. I mean, it's not us. I can't do anything in myself apart from God that bears fruit for him. I mean, everything, whether we're a healthy person or unhealthy person, whether we're a donkey or a human being, I mean, God can work through anybody, yeah, right? Yeah. And so let's just start by understanding that, that we're talking about wanting to be used by the Lord and we used by God in this life that we have. But everything that we do that's worthwhile for the Lord, it's him at work through us. And I mean, even Jesus said, Jesus was the most perfect human being ever, the only perfect human being ever. And he even said everything that he does is just he's listening to the Father um, and doing what God wants him to do. And so he's the most perfect human being and even he can't do anything apart from God. So, I mean, we just want to begin with that understanding that when the Lord works through us, I mean, he can work through any of us at any time and that's his choice. But at the same time, we do have a role in this. And we do believe strongly, Brad and I both, that we can set ourselves up to be used by the Lord uh, more when we've got pornography out of our lives or when we're not engaged in sin, whatever that sin is. And so we want to just chat through our journey and look at some scripture a little bit and just encourage everybody that, hey, we want to continually uh, seek out what it is to live the life that God wants us to, that he's calling mm-hmm. us to, and that he's empowering us to live. Mm-hmm. And understand that character development is our responsibility. God wants us, it says in scripture, to be holy as he is holy. But that's up to us to do 
Um, and then the fruit that comes from our life, it says that when we're intimate with him, when we're one with him, he's going to bear, bear fruit through our lives. And so our role in this is to understand who we are and grow our character and really get desperate about getting sin out of our life. That's so key is being desperate about wanting to get this out of our life. Because it's such a great question to ask. Can God still use me if I watch porn? I think people that ask that, they do want to serve in ministry, but they're dealing with his addiction. And so there's these two things that are pulling diametrically from each other apart where they want to keep doing this one thing. But the problem that that occurs is that when we start to think, hey, I want to keep serving in ministry. If I keep this thing in my life, what does this look like? Can I keep doing that? Right. And so the, the answer to the question is, can God still use me if I look at porn? Yes. But there's a caveat to that in that God wants us to move first to him. It's not our lives aren't main live primarily just to serve ministry. It's first to love God. And if we're not doing that first thing, part of that, it fills out into other areas of our life. So if we're not pursuing him, we're not moving towards health and healing in any area of our life, let alone pornography. So what occurs if we're just focusing on, hey, can I keep doing ministry? Can I keep doing ministry? Can I keep serving? Can I keep being used by him? We focus on performance. Yeah. We focus on... Uh, can I keep serving in this way and, and hopefully nothing happens. No one exposes me or um, maybe on my own I can beat this or whatever other thing we tell ourselves because yeah. that was me and I get it. I had the same question where I was like, well, I'm going to keep trying to serve in ministry and I'll pull this pornography along with me in the hopes that at some point in my life I'm going to do ministry enough and it'll diminish the porn. Yeah. I think that serving more and doing more ministry will suddenly li- limit the porn. But it doesn't work that way. And we see so many people. We've talked with pastors. We've heard stories of this where the pastor is crushed because they have pornography in their life. Or not just a pastor. Anybody serving or wanting to be used by God. And they want to keep doing what they're doing. But they're not at the same time willing to bring this thing to God in the way that he has set out for us, which is uncomfortable. Yeah. We think we can beat stuff on our own. It's not the case. Sometimes we have to take a step away from serving and focus on a relationship with God first, because if we don't do that, if we don't get real, eventually ministry will be taken from us out of our, not on our choice. Yeah. It's because we're so locked up in this addiction that we're not able to serve anymore. Yeah. We're just crushed by it and the guilt and shame and, and it spills out onto all aspects of our life. So we want to give you hope today, but we also want to give you a little bit of a warning in this is that there is some responsibility on our shoulder in as asking this question. It's that we have to move first to God and receive healing. And we tell this on the not the other side, because of course we're still in the healing process, but Matt and I are sober from pornography, and we understand on the other side of this that we had to make some really tough decisions that were really was really uncomfortable and caused us to be exposed yeah. and to step in the healing community, which wasn't the nicest of feelings at times, but it was a journey that God put us on, and we encourage you that you're going to have to take a step like that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was interesting, actually. There's a guy in my life who was in ministry and used heavily, like like crazy things through his life, all throughout the world, even international uh, ministry. And it came out that he was engaged in sexual sin, and he had been for a long time. And there was people asking questions like, how is the Lord working through his life so powerfully when he was engaged in the sexual sin? And my dad, though, who's a pastor, he said something that I've never forgotten. He said, it's interesting because God is so patient. 
and he's so full of grace and mercy, mm-hmm. but don't push it. Hmm. He said, there comes a time where God cares about you so much that if you're not dealing with your sin, he's going to remove you from ministry. He's going to wow. remove you from the work that he has for you because he cares more about who you are and about you being healthy than he does about the work through you. That's right. He's not interested in having somebody go their whole life and get to the end of their life and say they're 89 years old and they've been used powerfully by him, but they've been stuck in sin and not feeling good about themselves and not being free their whole life, even though the external viewpoint of their life has been that they've been used inside they've just been in turmoil and god loves us way too much to have that be the case and so he is patient he is merciful he'll work through us but there comes a point where if we don't deal with our stuff if we don't get pornography and whatever else it is in our life out he will remove us from those positions of leadership or influence because he cares so much about us just focusing on getting healthy if that's what we need to do and that's such a good point Matt, you're in full-time ministry. I'm in full-time ministry as well. And we're on that journey. And one of the things that I think we both have been wrestling with and learning as we go about in ministry is that first, God is interested in us, in our relationship with Him. The other stuff that's secondary to Him, first, it's us. He wants our hearts. And that's His focus in our lives first because if we're receiving from Him and have that deep connection with Him... We're going to be better able and equipped to be used by him. Whereas if we're holding back, if we're keeping something in our life that we're not willing to give to him, yeah, we're going to be used in measure to what we're giving to God. Right? Yeah. And so th- that thing that we hold on to, often we do so because we feel like we have something to lose. But in the end, really... We have to release everything to God so that we can be used fully by him because it's not ours. It's his. We're his. That. And whatever ministry we have is his. It's not ours. I love that. You know, we're in full-time ministry. I think we were under no illusion at that whatever point God calls us somewhere else or someone else will come behind us and take our position in the future because that's, you know, as we get older, that'll happen. It's not ours. We can't hold a death grip onto this ministry. And that's that's what we have to lose. No, what we have is the gain is a personal walk in relationship with Jesus that is so much more powerful than just having that label and stamp of being used by God. Right, right. right. Like it's, it's, there's more to this than just, oh, I, I got to stay in ministry. I got to stay in ministry. I got to keep being used by God. Because then we get into this performance mindset, right, of, well, I got to keep keep ahead of the porn. I got to yeah. do more good to outweigh the bad. Yeah. And you get the scale and you 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 create this performance mentality that I got to keep doing, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then you burn out because you're trying to run ahead of something. Yeah. And you can't do it. Yeah. We just can't do it. And then what happens is we we feel bad and worse when we look at porn. We're crushed by shame and guilt. So then we go to porn again. And then this cycle keeps happening in our life. We never break out from. We just can't do it in that men's mindset and mentality. And we get gripped into this addiction cycle and pattern. Yeah, that's right. So I, when I see somebody who's watching pornography habitually and acting out in other ways, what I see is just somebody who doesn't fully know how to remain in Jesus, so to speak, or how to be intimate with Jesus and have the love of God wash over him and empower him to get through those times of temptation. And so the point of life is really to to know God and to be intimate with him. And even you think of the commandments that he gives us to, to love God and to love others. But first is to love God, which is just being intimate with Jesus and to know him. And then that leads into a public ministry where then you can love other people, mm-hmm. whether that's your vocation or not. But the first thing is to love God. And so when I see somebody stuck in pornography, what I see is just somebody who still needs to learn a little bit how to let the love of God come into their life 
and wash over them so that they can be pure and they can be free and they can be free in their soul and just feel good about who they are and how they're living. And so it's not a situation where somebody watches pornography and I think that they're a horrible human being. No, I, mean, I was no. there too, right? Yeah, me too. Um, but it's a situation where it's like, let's have God come in and work in their life and have them grow in their relationship with Jesus. And from that, I mean, scripture says that from being intimate with him, you will bear fruit. But the first thing is to be intimate with him. That's right. And, you know, I think that's that's such an important concept for us to understand. And there, there takes action on our part, though, in this. We think that we can just like, stay still and we hope that um, without us having to make any active choices, suddenly, magically, this, this addiction is left from, you know, is gone from our life. We pray it out of our lives or whatever else, right? We, however, we spiritualize it. And you know, I'm not saying prayer is important, but if you're not willing to move towards God, if you're not willing to surrender this aspect of your life, and what we mean by that, I'm sure some of you out there may be listening, look, I've tried to surrender this. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried everything. We're talking about entering into the journey and pathway that God set out for us for healing. And that's in community. That's, you know, we're going to break down more of that in other podcasts, but there is a pattern to do here. And it does take a choice, an act of choice on our part to step towards God. But first that intimacy with him, if we're not willing to receive from him and step into that deepening of our, our walk with him, we can't expect porn to suddenly go away. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And you can't keep doing more of what you're trying to do, which is just working harder, trying harder, trying more, maybe doing more ministry, trying to feel good about yourself through that avenue. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. You're going to eventually crash and burn. And we tell you this not to make you feel bad. We tell you because we care. We want you to be able to step towards God to receive from him first, because that's where your ministry is really going to see fruit. And in your own personal life, your own personal relationships, it can't come from you trying harder. It's not going to work. I've told my story a lot, so you might have heard it before. But in the last couple of years when I was really battling with porn and it was bad, like it was probably the worst couple of years that I ever had watching pornography. I was praying the whole time to get free from porn. But then separately, I was also praying for God to use me. I mean, I would just say, God, I just want you to use me. I want to be used by you. And I would picture just living this life in my adult years of being used powerfully for the Lord. But it was interesting because one day in a church service, I felt the Lord whisper to me, hey, Matt, I want to use you, but I can't use you until you're pure. That was the anchor that I needed to hold on to, to, to get free. But sometimes people struggle with that. And I think it's fair that it needs more of an explanation because the reality is God can use broken vessels. That's right. And he can use donkeys like a doctor. Well. He can he can use the worst of the worst. I mean, I think it's interesting. Sometimes I see non-Christians being used in my life and, you know, as part of an answer to prayer and the Lord uses a non-Christian. I'm like, man, this person doesn't even know that they're being used. And so God can do amazing things. But when he said to me, Matt, I can't use you until you're pure. I knew that he was telling me, get pornography out of your life and then I'll be able to use you. What I didn't understand at the time was the process and really the depth of what he was saying. Because I thought once I stop watching pornography, boom, he's just going to be able to use me. <laughs> right. Right? right? And it's like the next day I'm going to be free and he'll use me. And, and But what I actually took probably years to realize was that he told me to get free from pornography and then he'll be able to use me. But in the next year following that, I learned more about him and about prayer and about scripture and about um, just living passionately with him and intimately with him than ever. Mm. And so he brought me in this journey of being intimate and of knowing him and having that be my strength and not just having good, you know, psychological techniques to stay free from porn. Yeah. 
because being free from porn is the goal. That's not the goal. The goal is to have the love of Jesus and have that be the foundation in your life to keep you free because then that will empower you to living this life where you can be used by him. And so what I took years to realize was that when he said, I need you to be pure, to be used by me, he was telling me, go on this journey of learning who I am in your life and how I can be your Lord, how I can be your first love. And as I did that, I realized one day, Man, it's been like 14 months since he gave me this call into ministry and I haven't really seen much fruit. But over the last 14 months, I've been learning more about him and living more passionately for him than ever. And that was the day where, when I realized that, that I realized, man, God is in control of the time and he's in control of the fruit. But the first thing he did was he brought me into an intimate relationship with him. So that could be the foundation to getting free and to bearing fruit in my life. And that's something I think that he, he wants in all of our lives because... I've heard you, you you speak that before, and I've seen people give you some pushback with that. Yeah, yeah. And I, thanks for filling that out for us, because it's true. You know, when we when we're able to experience firsthand, when we have firsthand knowledge of God's healing power in our life, we're able to pass that on to others. Right? It's not just theory for us. Totally. We're able to actually say, hey, I experienced this and yeah. I can show you what God did in my life. I can tell you the process and journey that I was on instead of something that you read out of a book right, or something yeah. that you heard from somebody else. You lived it. And I think that's if you want to be used by God, he's going to use our pain. He's going to use our brokenness. He doesn't waste that stuff. He uses it to help other people. Totally. And so well, part of the central to this question is God wants to use your pain. He wants you to give it to him first, but then he's going to help others who are maybe struggling with something similar. So the hopeful aspect of this is whoever's listening and you're stuck in the the midst of an addictive cycle of pornography, God doesn't want to waste that pain in your life. He wants to use that. And you may not be in a place where you're like, wow, this is the way I'm thinking. But if your focus is on, I want to be used by God. You have to understand that part of that is entering into a healing journey where he touches the pain. You let him. You open yourself up to receive that healing touch from him, which often doesn't feel the nicest because things are exposed for you. You're kind of in the open. But at the same time, you're able to turn around and show somebody else what he did in your life and give people hope. And the reason why we're doing what we're doing is because we've asked the same question that we're presenting today on this podcast many times in the past. And we wanted a different answer than maybe the one we're giving you right now. Yeah. We were hoping that someone say, you can stay where you are. You can keep having porn in your life and, and not have to worry about it. And eventually maybe it'll just go away and you keep doing what you're doing. We would have hoped for a message like that. But the reason why we would have hoped for that is because we weren't willing to, to put in that choice. God, work in my life because it's not comfortable. But it is so much better when you make that choice to receive from him and move into intimacy with Jesus in a deeper level. It is so much better because when you're able to express what freedom is like to somebody, you're coming out of firsthand knowledge of it. And it is sweet. It is so sweet. And we believe that you can be on that journey too. But you have to change the way that you think about this question a little bit. Because people often ask it. I don't know for you. When people have asked me this question, I can see they're asking it because they want me to rationalize their behavior, to make them feel better about themselves in that moment. And not that we don't want you to feel bad about yourself, but at the same time, you can't stay stuck in an addiction. You can't just magically get better stuck where you are. You have to make a choice, a movement. This is about movement. If you don't move towards God, 
you're going to stay stuck where you are. Yeah. Basically, you're going nail, to uh, put nails to your feet and stuck to that exact same spot and you're not moving and that addiction is going to just overtake you. And eventually, the things that you're trying to be used by God in, you're working hard at, well, if you're not moving towards God, those things will eventually peter out and dissipate. They'll be gone. Yeah. And we don't want that for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? When people are used by the Lord and they've got a secret sin in their life, they have a lot of pressure. They have a lot of pressure inside in their soul and their heart. They're always trying to hide. They're always feeling hypocritical when they're giving other people advice. It's exhausting. It's exhausting for yeah. people and people burn out and people get deeper into sin because they try to hide. And they, they take extra measures to hide. And you know, it's just not the way that the Lord called us to live because he wants us to be free. And so we want the best for you listening. We want you just to understand like, Hey, seek first the kingdom of God means to seek first God. Just love God and and grow in your relationship with him. And I know before I was in public ministry, people would say to me, oh, just focus. Just what I'm saying now, just focus on the Lord. Just go through a time of learning. And I didn't want that because I just wanted to be used right now. Yeah. But the reality is there's a testing ground and Jesus wasn't in public ministry till he was 30 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time for the son of God <laughs> and a perfect human being to not be used <laughs> publicly, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a testing ground and there's a right time. And and just take this time really to understand the process of health and the process of freedom. And you know, there's an order to this because even scripturally, like in John 4, Jesus says that there's a living water that he can give you that where you drink from this living water you'll never thirst again but then later in john 7 he says that living water will flow from you to other people but it wasn't john 7 first it wasn't like you'll flow to it'll flow to other people and then maybe we can deal with your own self later first was john 4 where it says get the living water inside of you and then once you understand what that looks like to have the living water inside of you so you're not thirsting for the worldly things then it will just flow from you. You'll have this beautiful impact on the world around you. And so there's a reservoir to draw from. And if we don't draw from the reservoir of the living water of, of just knowing Jesus and being healthy, then ministry will be a surface-based endeavor and it won't go deep and it won't really truly have impact on, on that many people. There might be a little bit and that's a, actually can be a deception because you're going, well, I am used by the Lord, even though I've got pornography in my life. And so maybe it's OK, but don't give in to that deception because the reality is there's a reservoir to draw from to first get healthy in your own life and to get sin out of your own life. And from there, you will be used powerfully by the Lord. And so just give it time and go through that process and that's right. And you'll live a life of just abundance and feeling good about what you're doing. It's really this really is about movement and Moving towards God. Um, I mean, if you're the part of the answer to this question too is, if you have pornography in your life and you're moving towards God, you're you're you have a community around you that are aware of what you're going through and walking with you and journeying with you, and you're 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 leading yourself and being led by God to get this addiction on your life. That's a different mindset than if you're doing absolutely nothing and you just expect ministry to keep going. Those are two different things because we're not going to be perfect in this, but the same time we have a responsibility to move towards God. And what I mean by perfect, that doesn't mean that, you know, well, I looked at porn once in this year and uh, so I'm okay. No, we're always striving and moving towards the Lord and he's maturing us. He's doing that work in us, but we have to make that choice. Yeah. And we don't, we're, we don't find any sin in our lives acceptable. Yeah. We shouldn't. No, no sin in our life should be acceptable. That doesn't mean that we're perfect, but we have to become an enemy to sin. 
We can't just tolerate it in our lives. So that means a requiring of, of seeking God first. And then he's going to work and do that work in our lives. And as we move more towards him, those other things start to dissipate more and more. And like we said, there is a pattern to this, to, to walk towards freedom. We're going to break more of that down. So keep listening to this podcast because we're going to give some good stuff for you that'll break that down even more. So thanks for being here and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.